Hey everybody, welcome back to Screwball, a baseball podcast, your home for everything baseball. I'm your host, Mike Lepre, here with my co-host, Frank White. Hey, how's it going? This is episode 130 of Screwball, and we are moving on from the Division Series into the Championship Series. As of recording this, we actually have no results of the Guardians-Yankees Division Series. It was the only series to go five, and after some uh, rain delays, has uh, got extended, so uh, we... You know, we're going to go through all the division series, but obviously we can't, you know, give a verdict on the Guardians-Yankees series yet. But by the time this goes live, you'll have, you know, you'll have an answer. So as far as the other three division series, uh, they were fairly quick. And, you know, if the Guardians continue the trend that we've seen before, it's kind of the year of the upset. You know, you had the Padres upsetting the Mets in the wild card round. You had really had the Phillies uh, upsetting in the wild card round. Um, and that carried through into the division series, both those teams. So so the first series I guess we can talk about that we can kind of get into our thoughts and opinions was the Phillies-Braves series. So a uh, divisional matchup between, a what was it, an 86-87 win team and a 100 win, te- uh, win team that came back and took the division from the Mets and was defending champions and uh, really overall had a great year. Uh, and then the Phillies, being quite the underdog, come in and beat them in four games. Uh, which was, in my opinion, probably the most surprising outcome that we've seen so far. I think even if the Guardians beat the Yankees, I don't think it's as surprising to me personally because, um, you know, I just thought that the Philly, I thought that the Braves would just be kind of ready to go. You know, they've they played so well down the stretch. They played so well all year. They've seen the Phillies before. They're no stranger to the team. Phillies have seen them before. So uh, I thought that the Phillies played very well, pitched, hit, kept the Braves on their heels, hit Strider, which I thought was a big, big, you know, uh, game for them. I thought the Braves were caught a little, you know, they weren't quite, they didn't have their flat footing yet. Um, I think the Phillies kind of came out and were very aggressive in their style of ball. And uh, very surprising to me, Uh, you know, the Phillies team, we never counted them as anything less, you know, we we didn't just say that they were just going to get run over. We actually, I think all year, especially you, were really big proponents of the Phillies team. Yeah, start to going into the year, I thought the Phillies was uh, were one of the better teams and could definitely make a deeper run with some of the pitching and hitting they had. So yeah, kind so of had it in the beginning there. So, but yeah, I think the Phillies, um, a tale of like, I feel like almost a tale of four seasons to Phillies. So at the year, you know, not good with Girardi. Robbie Thompson comes in, they play great. Then all of a sudden they had that hiccup there towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Right, September came, all of a sudden, like, here's the tail of third season. Like, here we go, we're going to falter. And then they finish a couple games, win a couple games towards the end of the year there, the last few games, and then here's the playoffs. So it's almost like they had a tail of four seasons. Yeah. Um, kind of a roller coaster ride. But the Phillies are hot. They have two great pitchers, <clears throat> Lowell and Wheeler. Uh, their bullpen has not blown up like they prone to do. Mm-hmm. Their offense, the big thing with them, their defense has played so much better since Rob Thompson came in. That has been a huge help to their team. But their offense, which I noticed, is contact. They're putting the ball in play. They beat the Cardinals by just putting the ball in play. Mm-hmm. They're putting the ball in play. Yep. Blue pits, you know, C&I singles, making contact, make the other guys beat you, and it's and it's working. That's what they're doing. Yep. Um, on the other side of the coin there, the Braves, um, I know a lot of people talk about rust for these teams who sat five, six days. You know, I don't really know if that's the greatest excuse after, you know, maybe game one, maybe slow start, but it's the playoffs. There's no, you know, rust is not really a thing, I don't think. The Braves just didn't pitch. 
Let's get right down to it. They gave seven runs, eight runs, five runs, six runs, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't pitch. They scored three runs and then a couple of games. Like, three runs of playoffs is, is, is wins you a lot of them. So mm-hmm. they, they could have hit better for sure. Acuna struggled. Uh, a lot of the guys, you know, struggled. Swanson struggled. But they didn't pitch very well. Yeah. That's what it came down to. And then Strider come back over injury. I thought maybe they shouldn't have used him as a starter. Maybe he came out of the bullpen. That might have been a better idea with him. But Phillies are just hitting. They're pitching. They're playing collective baseball. Nothing to lose baseball. Um, just seems like a whole different team. And they're hard to beat right now. And the Braves, they just didn't pitch. No. That's pretty much what it came down to. And, and Acuna's been bad all year. Swanson kind of laid an egg here. In the yeah. Playoffs. Olsen came up big. Darno came up big. I'm not sure what Riley's stats were. I feel like he just kind of could have done better, but maybe hung around. Um, they just didn't pitch. That's really what it came down to. You know, Freed got beat up. Strider came back and beat up. Morton got hit around and got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Phillies just kept putting pressure on him. So. Yeah, it was constant pressure. Um, Harper hit fantastic. Hoskins, big you know, big stuff out of him. Schwarber. Cassianos um, was playing very good. Cassianos, which he was big Shigura, for them. His first playoffs ever. He's betting like 400. He's, yeah. Contact. No, as, much, as much as you want to say, that guy hits the ball a lot. Yeah. So you're getting big uh, at bats and big hits from really the guys you expected. Um, I think Brandon Marsh had a big three-run home run. Big trade acquisition there. Um, Syndergaard came up big for them pitching. Another trade acquisition that worked out. Yeah, three, uh, four, three or four uh, innings of one-run ball, I believe. Yeah, so... Uh, on top of, you know, you have your Noel and your Wheeler, but then you can back that up with another guy, and, you you know, you kind of get the game one with Suarez, who's, you know, not a bit as big of a name. You win that game, um, and you roll with the other two guys. You, Noel or Wheeler, you're winning one of them, at the very least. Yeah, you got and it. Most chances you're going to win two of them. Mm-hmm. So as long as one other guy can kind of win you a game or two, you... you yeah, and I mean, it, I mean, at the very least, you know, if, if the Braves kind of pitched how they had been advertised as in the regular season... You're at least matching them, you'd like to think, with Strider and Morton, especially Morton in, um, you know, elimination games, you know, uh, statistically has been very good. So to get him, you know, beat him around and, you know, get to their bullpen and, and just keep the pressure on. And then to your point before, their, the Phillies' bullpen didn't blow up, which has been a area of concern for them too. For years. So, yeah, exactly. It's not like they've all of a sudden had the shutdown bullpen and it went away. So... Uh, but they're a scary team right now, and it goes to show it kind of, you know, what a lot of people always say is it's not so much the best team that's in the playoffs, it's just a hot team. And right now this Phillies team, now granted they're going to be facing a, a hot Padre team, which we'll get into in a sec, but they're the hot team as of right now. And you don't want to play that hot team, no matter who you are. So I think the Phillies played really good. I think they played the style of baseball that was kind of as on paper what a lot of people thought could have been coming into the year pitched well played good defense which i know was a big big problem for them last year uh and i think they even struggled with it a little bit here in the regular season Start the year they did so i think that was big too and they're moving on so you know haven't been in the playoffs in what, what was it 11 years 11 year drought and here they are and they're in the championship series yeah, and you get the philly fans going absolutely chaotic well so. yeah that's yeah they figured that so they'll uh, be coming down soon yeah and you got the eagles are undefeated so the, the philadelphia's might explode um yeah but the Flyers are still going to be really bad. Yeah, it's, yeah. On the street, so yeah. Uh, Sixers are good too, though. So who knows? Yeah. It's coming down. Coming, it's coming down. Yeah, say goodbye to Philadelphia. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so. But I mean, moving on from there, we have the other division series matchup, which oh, I believe we kind of had the Phillies and Braves kind of 
last week our predictions that we were really on the fence taking taking the Phillies over the Braves. Mm-hmm. We were right there, so we were like because we were right there with that. And then the next series was the one I actually took mm-hmm. the upset, and you know, and that's yeah what we're gonna get into here. Let's say uh, you know uh, this was a series that was the least surprising of an upset because I had the Dodgers advancing just because how they played in the regular season. You figure they got to get to the next round. But with a Padre team that came out hot and beat the Mets, you know, we had both said it. This is the upset to watch. This is the one. That That's the biggest if, upset we've seen in baseball in quite some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have a 111-win team and, uh, what, an 89-win team? The fourth most wins in LB history in a single season. And a team that's lost their best player and struggled to hit. They were on the fence and made the playoffs mm-hmm. the last week of the season. Yep. And, you know, you have a 111-win team that wins one game. It's not like they... Got to really, game five. and Never really felt like they had a shot. No. Felt flat. You know, Not like the Braves. You never really thought they had a shot in many of them games. No. Yeah, I mean, the Dodgers, Dodgers won the first game and lost three straight. I don't have to tell you. Uh, Dave Roberts is a bad manager. I think we've been saying, that, you know, if you're going to listen to us talk for however long we've been doing this, mm-hmm. 130 episodes. Have we ever said Dave Roberts made a good decision? How do you have a manager that has 111 wins every year? They have 105, 106, 106 and you lose. Mm-hmm. And you lay an egg. How do you have that team where you have, a, I'm not going to say he's any good, but you have an MVP and Ballinger coming off the bench in his prime yeah. and you lose? How do you do that? How do you consistently do that? Yeah, it's and not like it's one off. COVID year. They don't win. I think they've. Um... Been at least in the division series, what, not uh, in the last nine years? Yeah. I believe since 2013. With the best team. Mm-hmm. Every year. The best team that money could buy to get to the division series and then mess it up from there. I don't understand, you know, San Diego's hot, right? Let's get down to it. San, San Diego's playing good baseball. The guys who didn't play very good in the regular season are playing good. Frank Grisham, you know. Also, Nola really coming along. The bottom of the order has been doing great. Mm-hmm. Soto's been picking it up. Chato's rolling along. You know, Josh Bell picked it up a big time here in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're just hanging in games. Let's hang in the game and not us not make the mistake. Let the other team mess it up. And that's exactly what San Diego's doing. Right. Hanging in the game, hanging in the game, and they don't make the mistake. The other team's making the mistake. They throw the fastball down the middle. They hang the curveball. They make the error. They, you know strike out with guys on third with less than two outs. They're making the mistakes, and San Diego's just hanging in there and reaping the benefits. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad approach. No. Just hang tough and make the other team put pressure on them. Mm-hmm. Which the Dodgers haven't had pressure on them since, what, April? <laughs> it seems like, yeah. Right? The other side of the coin, again, we said it last week, coming in, who's going to pitch out of the bullpen for the Dodgers? Who's going to pitch at all for the Dodgers? Because their bullpen didn't pitch well, right? Canely gave up some runs, and... You know, I don't think really training, training, he pitched, but he really, you know, he couldn't really rely on him. He didn't pitch much, you know. Mm-hmm. He didn't Kim- have Kimbrell Kimbrel at all. Kimbrel wasn't on the roster. Yeah. So that worked out, you know. Kershaw did his normal thing with six runs and you know, five runs in his, his start. You know, that's what he does. <laughs> Urias, oh, he pitched great. He pitched five innings, right? Five, maybe an hour or two. Tony Gosselin, bad in the playoffs so far in his career. Like, they don't, the pitching really let them down, which we kind of expected could happen. And I think you really, you lost... Uh, you didn't hear much from some of these big names. Mookie Betts was quiet as can be. You know, Bellinger hasn't done much, but he hasn't done much all year. Muncy, kind of the same way. Freeman did his job above and beyond. Yep. Trey Turner played very well. Trey Turner made a couple of errors. I know that was kind of costly. 
but Mookie Betts struggled. Justin Turner struggled. I don't mm-hmm. think, you know, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I think didn't think Will Smith really went nuts like he usually does in the playoffs, let's just be honest there. Gavin Lux was kind of quiet. They just had a lot of, like, nothing. Right. With some of these big guys. And then they didn't pitch. They have to mash and they have to get a bunch of runs and put pressure on the other teams to kind of keep up this year. And then they're pitching, you know, if they're pitching, guys pitched well, when they hit, they were unstoppable. Right. But if you're not, you're going to slow down hitting a little bit, and all of a sudden your pitching just kind of does how you expect them to do, where they're not really that great at pitchers. All of a sudden you're kind of hanging games and you find yourself on the wrong side of things. And yeah. That's, that's what happened. Right. I, I mean, I, um, you know, I just looked up to some of the stats for the Dodgers here, just for reference. Um, Will Smith, 188, batted just, just three for 16. Mookie Betts, two for 14. That's bad. You know, Trace Thompson and, and Justin Turner, two for 13. They're their pair. Chris Taylor had no hits. Bellinger had one hit. Uh, and these are big you – know, these are big names for them. Those are big guys. You know, you can't rely on a Justin Turner. You really oh, – in a lot Justin, of in Justin. a lot of playoffs, you rely on Cody Bellinger. Not for nothing, even though he's had a rough go of it. And who is the backup um, outfielder they traded for? Did he do anything? <laughs> 0 for 1. That was all he had was one at bat. Oh, all right. He was really, really talking about how he was uh, <laughs> a world changer there for for the Dodgers, Joey Gallo. But they struggled. Mm-hmm. Their players struggled. Trey Turner and Freddie Freeman did every little bit of their job. And other than that, they just they didn't hit. And then obviously that puts pressure on pitching that's really not that good. Right. And then, you know, that's what happens. When you get up five runs, your pitching can give up four runs, and they still look like heroes. When you're tied 1-1 in the seventh inning, and then your, your bullpen gives up a couple runs, they're the, 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 the reason you lose. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what happened every game, right? Yeah. Um, you know, because it wasn't uh, insurmountable scores. You know, the Padres had good hitting, but it wasn't like they were putting nine spots up like the mm-hmm. Phillies. It wasn't insurmountable. No, they just hang in there, hang in there, hang in there, make the other team make a mistake. Yeah. It's a not a bad approach to winning baseball games. You're going to be in a lot of a lot of games. Mm-hmm. You're not going to make the mistake, and you just kind of keep it close. Right. And that's what they did with every team, every game, and then continuous score run here, scratch a run off here, two runs here, hit one home run here. You just kind of scratch runs together, and you put pressure on the other team to make the mistakes. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. Yeah, they just uh, they did their job. You know, big time stuff out of the bullpen too with Hater. Yeah, you know, being a uh, Question, quite big, big, big question mark for them after that trade. Yeah. Red um, Hot since September. Came in big for them. Uh, you had, like you said, you know, Trent Grisham and Jake Cronenworth and Austin Nola, guys coming up big that you really didn't. On top of Manny Machado and, and Juan Soto, the likes of them. Jerkson Profar, who actually was pretty good. The bottom of the order went nuts. Yeah. Um, About like 400 this postseason, the bottom three in their order. Yeah, so, you know, and sometimes you can rely on a little bit of – there plays a little bit of luck into getting your, your – you know, there's some teams that just get that one guy hot or two guys or three guys, and they can carry you right through into a series. But there's only three guys here that are mainstays in the lineup that didn't perform as well, and that was Haseon Kim, Will Myers, and Brandon Jury. The rest of the lineup at least had, you know, a 200 or better average with yeah. on-base percentage. and Getting guys and, on, making them pick extra picture, uh, pitches, making them throw intense pitches, right? Mm-hmm. You know, High-intensity pitches. They just kind of kept you. Like, there was no letdowns. Yeah. Even though they didn't score a bunch of runs, they just kind of kept like, boy, this team could it's just annoying us. Mm-hmm. They won't go away. And you felt like no lead was safe either. It was that kind of thing, you know. So Or they got out to a lead quick and kept it. So, 
Padres play good baseball. It's not just, I, I know it's always, you know, a lot of people like to rag on the Dodgers for always blowing it, but the Padres didn't just walk in there and just let the Dodgers blow it. The, the Padres beat them, you know. Yeah. Um, well, the Dodgers blow it, though. Oh, yeah, well, that's, yeah. It's that's, a major choke. It's one of the this is chokes. what they do. Biggest but, chokes we've seen in a long time in 111 games and then not, I guess your own division or opponent had 86 wins this year, 87 wins, whatever they had, mm-hmm. and not really have a chance. No. That's hard to do. I know. And uh, credit to the Padres for sticking with their style of baseball, not getting intimidated by the Dodger, you know, 111 win team is can you can come in and go, boys, you know, they beat up on us all regular season. And where did they win? Because on paper they didn't win talent. No. Who's managing the San Diego Padres? Well, you got Bob Melvin over there, you know. Because they're one of the best managers of baseball, and then you got a bonehead over there. And the Dodgers stuck out. Who was who guaranteed a World Series win this year? Yeah, and um, I know fans have been calling for his head. Uh, they Since are going to got there. I, I, I'm wrong. I know, um, and he is going to be retained to you know the uh, official you know report from That's fine. the Dodgers. Uh, you can very well keep him. Yeah, I mean, I just, just know um, you're going to get there and blow it. <laughs> you know, it's happened this many times. With these good of teams is what gets you. Yeah, and it's not like you know you 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 really got there. You you got ninety three wins and you really fought tooth and nail to Normal get there. Team. It was good managing. It's you pretty much had to just walk into the dugout. You and accidentally it, won one hundred eleven games. Yeah. Um. So I I I just don't know how as an organization you say well we'll stick with this guy because he's really gotten us far in the division series. Uh. I just don't know, especially at the very least from an optic standpoint, as an organization, it just shows that you want to get back to that World Series. You know, I, I don't know. And they, they have no problem spending money on whatever they want. Yeah. But Dave Roberts, they keep sticking with. It I just, just don't. It just seems like, imagine you put up a, a Dusty Baker mm-hmm. or Showalter on that team. Showalter this year, they win, the, they, they win 120 games. I was going to say, yeah, they'd break the record. Yeah. Now, the playoffs is, you know, Showalter and his thing. And, you know, we got that and that. But... There's a difference imagine that could just you know, Roberts is it's almost like you handed him the keys to 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 the greatest car in the world, and he can't get out of first gear. Yeah, he's going under the speed limit. Yeah. And then you got guys like Kevin Cash and Bob Melvin and guys like that who you give them a hunk of junk that doesn't even you know get can't even start, and they're getting up to fourth gear flying down the parkway with it. It's like you know when I ask it, I'm not saying Dave Roberts is is you know the worst manager I've ever seen. You know, I've seen some bad ones. Yeah. But. It's just for the team quality he has. Like, get her in the third gear, right? Yeah. Give us a chance. Yeah. He never, I don't, I can't tell you the one decision he's ever made that I said, well, that's, you know, that was the right call. Hmm. Well, works or not works. You watch a game, you go, that's the right call. Yeah. And then sometimes they're like, that's the worst call. And then it works out. You're like, it's still a terrible call. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. if it, was, it still didn't work. It's not smart. Yeah, right, right. You just like, got lucky. It worked. He doesn't yeah. make many, like, do you remember any? I mean, I, I recall a few on a lot of teams, you know. Mm-hmm. His, I just... No, he's... I always uh, question it. There's so much talent. It's just like, how do you, you just... Yeah. Don't mess it up. Right. Yeah, just... Really, Dodgers just play their style of baseball and you get to the World Series. You need like three or four of them to do, just to be all right. Yeah. You have right. seven MVPs on the team. You have, what, your lineup starts with Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, and Freddie Freeman? You just get the three of them going and that's... that's three MVPs. Yeah, you're good to go. Plus Ballinger, who was an MVP. Mm-hmm. Kershaw, who was an MVP. Yeah, Will Smith, who's one of the best catchers in the game. Top five, top three catchers in all baseball. Top mm-hmm. five easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julio Urias, who's, you know, they're going to put in the Cy Young race this year. Tony yeah. Gosselin, who was in the Cy Young race this year until he got hurt. And yeah. Craig Kimball, one of the greatest closers we've seen since, what, 2010? 
then they find a way to to screw it up. And then you got prospects know. like Gavin Lux. Who actually finally came around this year. Who's actually had a good year. Gratterall. Tyler Anderson out of the blue with 18 wins. Yeah. Justin Turner. Consistent, you know, pretty much rolls the Dodgers offense when the playoffs come around. This year he didn't. Chris Taylor comes up with big hits. It, it, you know, and superstar Joey Gallo. And they they did nothing. You know. Me, yeah, I don't I, like Dodgers. So, this was like, you know, this was cool to see. But, you know... And just a, a, a knowing baseball and watching just, you know, the sport. I, yeah. You can't say this wasn't a, a major, you know. I wasn't surprised. You no, know, but you can't be like, this wasn't like a big choke. Mm-hmm. If you're a Mets fan, you loved it. You loved every bit of that because you're like, okay, we're off the hook. Yeah. No one's going to talk about the Mets no more. Yeah, they're going to talk about gonna be like, the, the Dodgers team really messed it up. So Mets fans are like, yeah, I'm Dodgers, right? Everyone there, right? Mm-hmm. What about the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's not like the the Dodgers came in, swept them, and said, well, you see what happened, Mets? You know, you yeah, lost the, to... Yeah, we were 100 win wildcard teams. Like, you almost broke the record for wins, and you got beat, handed, handed mm-hmm. to you. You got ass handed to you. Yep, by so. a team that not only didn't have 90 wins, but you handed their ass in the regular season. And it wasn't like you struggled against the Padres in the regular season, and it yeah. translated. Yeah. And you know. They were quote-unquote... Best player. Yeah. Has, didn't touch a baseball this year for, you know, stupid reasons in his own, but <laughs> that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's hard to do. So, yeah. good for the Padres, good for Padres fans, you know, real Padres fans. I don't know if they're, where they're at, but, <laughs> um, and all you, you know, fake Dodgers fans, we've already seen the videos, right? People buying the, <laughs> the Padre the Padres hats, stuff, yeah. like wearing the Dodgers stuff. You know, those real fans, they got... Congratulations on really messing that up. Yeah, so uh, we got to look forward to a Phillies, Padres, <laughs> and LCS. I'm sure there's people out there that had that because having the Padres in the NLCS I don't think was too alien, but to have that matchup is... Uh... And to come out of the NL East and to say that the Phillies went the farthest and the Phillies are in the NL- NLCS... It's incredible. It would have been out of your mind. Yep, you got the Padres out of the NL West going the furthest and you got the... Phillies and NL East going the furthest is, is pretty incredible. Left so. for dead seven times this year. The yeah. and there, there they are. The fighting Phils. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, it's going to be a great series because both teams are hot and both teams are believing and playing great baseball. So I think the NLCS is going to, is going to be fantastic. Is, both teams will cool off the same exact time and we'll just have, yeah, and it's just the worst baseball you've ever seen. Yeah. yeah and then one of them teams going to go play, you know, who the hell knows in the, in the world series. Yeah. So that's your NLCS. I, I smell a seven game series, a very tough, it could be a classic. Series because these both these teams are playing so well. I, I really could see this being a classic series, you know. Uh, yeah. Now, who do you even, you know, who do you give the advantage to? I mean, they both, the way they're playing, you know, Padres probably have the better built roster, but can you even really say that for sure? Uh, I think I take the Phillies. I think I, I, think I, I take the Phillies. They got, they got the one two punch that's been more consistent, I think, than the Snell and Darvish. Darvish and, and Musgrove. And, and Musgrove, you know, shiny ears and whatever they got going on, but. Boy, the Phillies just got some stank to them. Mm-hmm. Padres do too, but the Phillies are, are beating you. Right, yeah. Well, the Padres are just like, we're here to just, you make the mistake. Yeah, we're going to stay in the game the whole time. The Phillies know? are just beating you. Yeah. They're just beating you to the punch. Yeah. And when I, they score a run, they score five that inning. And it's like, well, there goes that. Right, yeah. I, three run inning in the playoffs is like seven runs in the regular season. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're putting up that three, four run. It's like, that's a killer. That's that's like the one-two punch. Mm-hmm. It's you a know? knockout blow. You yeah. get one run. In the playoffs, you're like, oh boy. two runs, you're like, oh my god, this is a bad inning. Mm-hmm. Three runs, you're like, this is it, it's over. Yeah, I, I, I think I have to agree. I think that the Phillies are a little scarier to play right now, and I think that 
especially with the runs they put up against yeah. the Braves. MVP um, Harper. Harper's yeah. just red, red hot. And we, we had said this all year that when you get, and Castellanos finally coming around and Schwarber's always, you know, a playoff uh, favorite, uh, whatever Ramuto's team he's on. Nuts. Real Muto, Segura. Since August. Really? Yeah. Second half Real Muto. Uh, so I would tend to agree, but I think that the um, I think the series is going to be very good, and I think it can and probably will. I think it goes seven. I don't because I just don't see either team rolling over the other. Six or seven. Mm-hmm. It's going to the end. Yeah, I don't think it'll be like a quick sweep or five game. I think it's got to go to you know. I just Phillies, think if, Philly, if Phillies, let's just say this: if the Phillies sweep the Padres, Phillies are the World Series champions. It's not even going to be close. Yeah, if they just roll right over them, yeah, there's not even going to be close. They'll, they'll beat anybody. I don't care if mm-hmm. you put you know a team full of Hall of Famers out there. They're, they're, they're rolling. Yeah. If they're going to sweep the Padres, they're unbelievable. Mm. They're unreal if they do that. They're, they're just... Yeah. They're just mopping around out there, <laughs> just getting the job done, and then they're just they're just taking your heart out and throwing it on the ground and they're not caring who you are and if you liked it or not. Yep. They're uh, they're the team to watch. And, that 08 uh, Phillies feel. Yeah. It's kind of got that 08 Phillies feel, that kind of that... that that Royals, the first Royals World Series team, mm. you know, recently lost to the Giants. It's got that feel where you're like, boy, these guys, just, yeah, here they come. Here's a problem, <laughs> right? You know, so yeah, they're um, watch out, they're coming, and uh, I know Phillies fans are are have been waiting a long time for this. It's been 11 years since they made the playoff appearance, and they're making it worth it. So, but let's slide over to the American League, where there's not as much to talk about, really. Um, Astros swept the Mariners. Um, actually some good games. Uh, third game was an 18 inning affair. One, nothing game was uh, in, intense. Um, postseason. what? Second one of the postseason. Yeah. Which is incredible. Really. It's never uh, happened before like past 15 innings and we had twice. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, it's marathon baseball. I guess it's just making Rob Manfred be like, see, we need the runner at second. You know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. God forbid. But, uh, first game, you know, dramatic walk off for the Astros. <laughs> Uh, three-run home run by Jordan Alvarez against Robbie Ray, of all people. Um, so, you know, Astros come away with a sweep, take care of the Mariners pretty handedly, although I will say I think the Mariners put up a good fight. Uh, I just think the Astros are just the better team, and that that's the edge there. The Astros played their style of baseball. Jordan Alvarez hit, Alex Bregman hit, who's no Jose Altuve, no stranger to the playoffs. Yeah. Justin Verlander, no stranger to the playoffs. There's a lot of these guys that have been here, done that, and they knew what to expect. Mariners on the opposite end of that first time since 01 that they were you know in the playoffs yeah let alone have a playoff game at home which yeah. was cool for them and they got their they got this you know the, the monkey off their back they're <clears throat> they're gonna be ready to go for the coming years now King Felix threw at the first pitch you know mm-hmm. Seattle got a playoff game and I got the playoff jitters out a lot of young players that was good for them um they played good uh the Astros just win in a multitude of ways mm-hmm. they get pitched to beat you they can hit to beat you they can come back to beat you. They can jump on early to beat you. It's hard to beat a team that way. It could do a little bit of everything. Yeah. They showed that. Uh, the Mariners, you know, I think a bad decision game one. With Robbie Ray coming into the game. I said that the, immediate, the second he came in, I'm like, that's just not a good idea. 18 innings, 18 innings. You know, you pitched, you, you, you pitched, you know, ball for ball with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you were just the lucky enough, the team, to get that home run. All yeah. of a sudden, you're, you know. But, uh. Seattle, I don't sneeze at, you know, I don't really have many notes for me. They played all right. They kind of just got beat there. The Astros, they win no matter what. They win in every, you know, way you can win a game. So, it's hard to beat them that way. Um, but, yeah, there wasn't much to that series. You know, 18 game, eighteen innings, 0-0 is, is pretty impressive by both teams. Yeah. Um, good and bad. You can't hit a little bit, and you pitched unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. So, 
I don't really have much on that series either. It was, it was about how I expect the Astros would probably win, but I did I did think the Mariners would put up a well. Mariners put up a good fight. I thought they'd put up a bigger fight than that, just because I thought they were the hot team rolling in. They really looked good down the stretch. They looked good against yeah. the Blue Jays. There wasn't going to be any surprise with the Astros, but I think that's just what experience yeah. comes down to, and and managerial decisions too, because you don't bring in Robbie Ray there. Which I agree. Well, I don't think was a good call. Um, maybe you stick with Sewald, or maybe you pitch around Alvarez. All of a sudden, you could have all these what ifs. But I think that you know, managerial decisions, you know, in the playoffs come down to stuff like that too. So yeah. maybe the Mariners shot themselves in the foot a little bit. But I think the Astros are just a better team, and they're moving on to the LCS, and they've been here many times before, cheating or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that's pretty much it there. You know, and then. You know, they're waiting to face whoever wins game five, Cleveland Yankees, who we're currently in a rain delay for. Mm-hmm. Uh, not much to talk about really there. Uh, my quick notes on the series is the Yankees are kind of playing their style of baseball, having the bullpen injuries and a lot of issues with their bullpen. We've seen hurt them. Boone's questionable decision there not to pitch Holmes and go to Clark Schmidt. You know, that was very questionable. Could mm-hmm. cost them big. And Cleveland just, again, another team that's kind of hanging in games, makes a lot of contact, plays good defense. They're pitching, you know, their bullpen's been really good. They've been pitching pretty good. They just they make contact, they don't strike out, and they're just kind of hanging in there. Yeah. Um, good bullpen, too, is helping them out. Yeah. You know, because if they have to get into a bullpen battle with the Yankees, Guardians, you know, they have a, gr- they have a good enough bullpen to do that, oh, to yeah. challenge the Yankees. Bull- and probably most bullpens that's yeah. still left. Yeah. So I think that's where they have a big advantage. And, uh, you know, we can't really speak on it yet because Game fives hasn't uh, started yet. We're recording this, and it's in a delay. And but you know by the time this goes live you'll you'll have the answer but uh, yeah. it could go either way I think that either team could win this game five it's one game and you just never know uh, obviously you know Yankees probably have the better built roster and should win the game and just I think written in the stars Yankees Astros again would just be appropriate but uh, I think the Guardians are uh, if they play their style of baseball and if all of a sudden the Yankees fall a little behind and that bullpen comes out for Cleveland, I think you, you could see a really uh, – you could see a Guardians-Astros-ALCS, you know? Yeah. It, I mean, it could I easily think, happen. I think the Yankees take it just – the game gets – the team that gets them to the deciding game, game five, game seven, whatever series you're in, wins the series. Right. That's the way I was I agree. It. So, that's where I'm at. I think the Yankees end up beating it. Um, for the Yankees, though, Garrett Cole has been – question mark kind of with them a little bit. And um, – yeah. He really proved it in his two starts this year in the postseason for the Yankees, especially yesterday's start, yeah. game four. So I, I got to give him his credit. I, you know, I've been a, a critic of his because of his, you know, when you need a big game, he seems like he doesn't show up. Um, on the other hand, Judge has been a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you. Uh, you're a Judge fan, Yankee fan, baseball fan. You know, they were booing him. Well, you shouldn't boo him. He had 60. I don't care if he had 62 home runs in the, in, in the regular season. I really don't care. You were 0 for 8 with 8 strikeouts at one point. Hit the ball. Yeah. Bunt. Pop out. Ground out. I, hit it. Just hit it. Make him beat you fielding the ball. Mm-hmm. So, I don't want to hit the one home run. Yeah, he's got one hit. 1 for 15, I believe, with 9 strikeouts. Let's touch the ball once. <laughs> so, you know, oh, he just, I don't care about 62 home. I really don't. This has now been an ongoing problem with Judge mm-hmm. for three postseasons or so. Like, yeah. this is not just always cold now. No, it's been an ongoing problem. So, you know, that's how that goes. And he's a guy that you saw with the regular season. He, he put the team on his back. And, oh, yeah. And he's, so if he, you know, that this is big yeah. for him to be right in the top of the middle of that lineup. 
yeah. and to be laying an egg like this. Yeah. So and, I think that's big for the Yankees, too. In the regular season, he came up more clutch than we've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. He's been always laying an egg when you need him the most. This year, he's proven that he can at least help you out. Mm-hmm. Right? And he has turned the tables a little bit. In the playoffs, he's been right back to normal. He's been, you know, he's been laying an egg. He's really been hurting the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Top of the lineup, and he's not even touching the ball. He's 1 for 15. He's 9 strikeouts at 1.0 for 8 with 9 or 0 for 8 with 8 strikeouts. That's you could have kept Joey Gallo for that. Right. I mean, I'll tell you. So, you know, he's got to turn it around. He's got to have a big game five. He's got to have a big, if they win, he's got to have a big rest of his playoffs. Or they're going home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't have your. And that's going to hurt him, mm-hmm. money wise. Yeah. When uh... I need you the most, you laid an egg. So go ahead. Go to the Angels and miss the playoffs. And, and you don't have to worry about it. Go to Oakland, you know, go go out west where you, you know, and, and you can miss the playoffs. You don't have to worry about it. You had your 62 home runs, and you can go just, you know, not play in the playoffs because you, you can't obviously do it. Yeah. Um, I think having him, Stanton obviously only has one hit. I think Rizzo, Rizzo has come up big, uh, had the big home run in game one, and I think he had a big RBI single to to start the scoring, I think, Cabrera, yesterday. Cabrera playing, um, playing very well. Cabrera. Um, and Bader. Abater's been the biggest. The he's, trade that no yeah. one wanted and everyone hated, and I knew from the second they traded him, I'm like, that's a good trade. Right. He's been nuts. He's been the key to the Yankees here in the mm-hmm. playoffs. Yeah, so, um, you know, to your point with Judge, I think that if you get one of the just one of the big boppers going, Judge, Stanton, even hell, even Rizzo at this point. Rizzo's just um, kind of, he's, he's been okay, right? You just get somebody hot. That's what you with, need. With Bader. With Bader, and yeah. And then a couple of guys just get some, you know, hits here and there, and you go, that's how you win games. Right. So. And the Guardians with, uh, I think they have Quan and Jose Ramirez has been very good. Um, just awesome. making contact. Yeah. And making you, make, make you throw me out and make, you know, lucky hit here and there, which they have a lot of blue pits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, I guess, their style of baseball. But, I mean, you know, when the ball starts falling your way, it's uh, it definitely helps. It gets you here. So, I I do I do lean towards the Yankees. Uh, maybe that's my bias. But uh, I do just think that, the, like you said, the team that forces the elimination game is typically the, the you know, you like your chances there, yep. um, but I, I can see the Guardians winning because uh, they just they have a great bullpen. If they don't give up a lot of runs from their starters, they're gonna be they're gonna be dogfighting the whole game. It just comes up to the question then: Where does their offense go? Because you know you saw in the Rays wild card series and then early in the Yankee series they struggled to score runs. So does that come out again, or do they have the timely hitting that they are used to? So I think that's what it comes down to, and the Astros are patiently waiting for their opponents. So we'll see where the, the American League Championship Series go, but we have our matchup set uh, after Game 5 here. And yeah. no surprise the Astros are here. I guess if the Yankees are there too, it's no surprise there. But the NLCS, very surprising, I think. And I think it's going to be – I think that's the series to watch. Really. Yeah, we said last week it was going to be ruckus out in the National League. Yep. Yeah, we forgot absolute ruckus. Um, and we got a chance of some ruckus here in the American League. Yeah. Well, Yankees-Astros, I can't say that's not a series to watch because they – those are two teams that have seen oh, each yeah. other a lot. But you, you expect it. Right. Whereas bit, you know. Philly's Padres, it's like, holy, no, holy never, moly. You never had that. So, yeah. so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We're, we're, we're in, the, in the championship series of baseball, so you can't, you know, this is like, this is where you, you know, you, know, you turn the TV on and you watch every pitch, right? So Yeah, you're in the throes of it. Um, But yeah, other than that, I mean, that's pretty much all I got here on the on the playoffs at this point. Um, we'll see when game five is going to be played. Um, yep. But the last little thing I got here is our trivia question here to wrap us up. Um, and I got, which team holds the AL, the AL, the American League record, for the highest single-season win percentage? Um, and the answer is the 1954, then, Cleveland Indians, about 111 
wins and 43 losses with a 721 win percentage. That is the American League record still to this day. Less games, so less, you know, obviously less wins than the Mariners and, and the Yankees, but less games, so higher win percentage by yeah. some points. The 154 games, I think, right? Yep. So, yeah, the 1954 Cleveland Indians hold the American League record with a 721 win percentage. And a little side note coming across looking at this, uh, the Dodgers had the fourth highest win total in the season. Obviously, we talked about them losing in the divisional series. Um, out of the top four teams in MLB history with the top you know, four uh, most win totals in a single season, only the 1998 Yankees actually won the World Series. The 1906 Cubs did not. The 19, uh, 2001 Mariners did not. 98 Yankees did. The Cleveland Indians of 54 did not. And the Dodgers of this year did not. So only uh, those. So you get all them wins, and only one team's actually kind of pushed, pushed through. So that's kind of surprising. I think that's weird. Because yeah. you figure you win that many in the regular season, your team's just – because if you're that good for that long, it's not a hot streak. You're just that good. You're just good all yeah. the time, yeah. So to falter right there at the end, that's just – that's baseball. That's, that's baseball, Susan. <laughs> yeah, that's literally the idea of when you're hot and one bad pitch or one mistake and the whole thing goes out the window. So you face a hot team, that's what happens. Or yeah. you make one mistake and that's what happens. So – but – uh yeah, I just thought those were kind of interesting where we're at in season. Cleveland's still hanging around, so. Um, yeah, looking then, to end their drought still. Yeah, so I just thought that was kind of fitting for where we were at. Yeah. You know, I I didn't think it'd be a 54 Cleveland Indians. I figured it may, maybe would have been, I guess, somewhere around there because that's the last time they won the World Series. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Those big win teams never seem to pan out except for, I guess, the 98 Yankees, which is, to be fair, considered they're considered top two, top three teams of all time. So maybe fair comparison there, but. But other than that, you know, we've got our championship series matchups almost set. We got three of the four teams. Uh, we'll see what happens at game five when this goes live. You'll already have an answer, so we're just speculating and uh, get ready. And by the time actually this goes live, we would have already seen, I think, one game and then the second game scheduled for Wednesday night, so when this goes live. So we'll basically be ready for two games in the championship series. And then yeah. when we come back, uh, <laughs> maybe we'll have a World Series matchup if the series goes quick. If not, we'll be... Uh, you know, we'll be able to kind of predict from there. Yeah, the greatest you know. words in sports possibly, Game 7, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's – boy, imagine Game 7, Phillies-Padres. Or, hell, Game 7, Yankees-Astros has no, kind of all, been – yeah. breaks loose there. You know? Padres-Phillies would be unbelievable. you got Wheeler, Noah, everyone's pitching, everyone's going. Harper's going nuts. Machado's throwing bats. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Josh I mean, Bell's it, as big as a refrigerator out there. You know, <laughs> this thing's going nuts out there. You know, yeah. you Darvish and Snell and the Snell, you know – get this chance to be on the mound for longer than three innings. Yeah. Like, does he get that fight? Does the Phillies just do their thing? And yeah. And then at American league, if it was, if it's the Astros and, and Yankees, it's, you know, judge versus Altuve again, you know, does Altuve, you know, we're going to have the wire on him and no Chapman to give up the home run, at least of now. They have Verlander Cole and judge Altuve. And uh, I guess you have no Chapman maybe to blow yeah, the game. Who else knows? <laughs> yeah. Who knows at this point, maybe he comes back just to blow it. But, yeah, so. um, but yeah, that's, that's our, that's our matchups. And, uh, you know, we'll see where the championship series takes us right to the World Series, and then that's 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 the end of the season. So, so other than that, there's not really much else to talk about in baseball right now. You this know, is all you can talk about. This is it. If you're not talking about this, then you're not a baseball fan. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of all I got. That's my impressions of the of the series so far and where it's going. But other than that, you know, we'll we'll have to wait and see more. No, that's it. We're we're here. 
this is where you want to be. So, yep. Um, and the yeah. Giants are five and one, by the way. Just no, on a side right, note, right. I just wanted to let everyone know that that that's just the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, we don't <laughs> talk about that. I don't know, I'm saying the worst five win team I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, <laughs> Jets and Giants have combined to a nine and three record. The Eagles are five and zero. Oh. So um, this area has 14 wins and three losses in wow. football. Incredible. And something tells me that the two New York teams still aren't going to find their way in the playoffs. So no, um, but. <laughs> the and fact that they have any wins is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> you got to give them their credit. They haven't won a game since it feels like they haven't won a game since they were out on the boat, right? Mm-hmm. Odell Beckham and the fellas. And then people want to bring Odell Beckham back to New York. Yeah, that really worked yeah, out the no, first time. Yeah. You just recovered from that. Maybe leave him. Yeah, really. Let's not get into that. But, yeah, we'll go from there. So, um, But baseball, in the, in the thick of things, this is where um, history legends franchises are made. Absolutely. Uh, so we'll see, again, where these series go and what the World Series matchup will be. But uh, until then, that's kind of all I got. So unless you got final notes or whatever, we can just wrap this up. Nope, that's it. Uh, just think of who's going to be your uh, Travis Ishikawa, Connor Gillespie, Pablo Sandoval, your Howie Kendricks, Stephen Pierce, mm-hmm. Johnny Gomes. Just think of some of these teams, who's that, who's that player going to be and who has we already seen might be that player. Yeah, there's so. quite a few names floating around, so there's always October makes heroes, so we'll see where you know, we'll see who, who rises Rosario, up. Horace Solaire from last year. like so start getting your names ready for some of these teams. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, again, that's that's kinda all I got, so I guess let's just wrap her up. That's it, yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for uh, listening. You can catch this podcast on Apple Podcasts as well as Google Podcasts and Spotify. You can listen on our regularly updated YouTube channel as well as our website, screwball.podbean.com. You can follow me on Twitter at RomyCapri. You can follow me on Instagram at MikeLapri. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at FDubs10. You can follow our official Screwball Twitter at ScrewballPod. You can follow our official Screwball Facebook at ScrewballPod. No Ian Screw. And that's it from us, guys. We'll see you next week. Yep. Take care.